As we look at the readings today, we, in the first reading, we have the conclusion from the book of Tobit, the whole drama, as we know, that began in the life of Tobit, the persecutions, the difficulties, the blessings that he received through the angelic instrumentality of grace. But also today, we are invited to walk the journey of Tobit, the journey of faith, as it is explained by Raphael, the angel which was sent to, to Tobit, Tobiah, Sarah, Anna, and how he was able to offer them which they needed. They begged the Lord through prayer to receive special graces of healing, of strength, especially from blindness. And, and the Lord gave them this grace. So as we look at this first reading, what does Raphael say to us? He's the messenger of God. What does he say? How does he instruct Tobit and Anna? And how does he instruct Tobiah and Sarah? First of all, we see Tobit, who is so grateful for what the Raphael did for him. He calls him a, a brother, a servant. He calls him a friend of the family, and he wants to reward him by giving him half of his investments. You know, the investments which were brought from, uh, by, by Tobiah, from Raguel. And so he wants to give him half of what he has as a, as a way of thanking him, as a way of appreciating the, the kindness that he offered for healing him from blindness and also making sure that Tobiah was safe on his journey, perilous journey to and back into Nineveh, and finally appreciating the gift of daughter. So he says to, so he says to Raphael, he says, take as your wages half of all that I have brought back and go in peace. Take half. But now Raphael, or Raphael, he calls him to privately and wants to speak to Tobit and Tobiah. And he says to them, thank God, give him the praise and the glory. Before all the living, acknowledge the many good things he has done for you by blessing and extolling his name in song. Which means that Rabbi says, I am not, I'm not requesting anything. I am not as asking for any type of material gifts that you wish to reward me. But I ask you to do something special. You thank God, thank God, extol his name, praise him, praise him, bless him, give witness to him, honor and, pro and proclaim God's deeds. Do not be slack in praising him. And then he compares, he says, the king's secret, it is prudent to keep, but the works of God are to be declared and made known. Praise them with due honor. And then another dimension is not only the you know, praising and honoring God, thanking Him with all our heart for everything, everything that He gives, everything that He's bestowed upon us, because many times we forget. We have, uh, life has been given to us by God, families or, or, the, or, or the abilities, talents, and everything that God gives us, helping us out along the way, providing homes and food and everything else that God bestows upon us. And so we are to respond to Him by honoring Him thanking him, praising him, praising him in prayer and in song.
now, but the second dimension is to do good, to good, to do good. And, and, and the Lord says through Raphael, his, the archangel, he says, yes, prayer and fasting are good, but better than either is almsgiving accompanied by righteousness, which means the Lord says, yes, it is important to pray and fast, very, very important, and yet it's even better to offer assistance to those who are in need. And they can be physically, materially poor, they can be spiritually poor, they can be people who are afflicted with all kinds of, of difficulties, problems, mental anguish, spiritual anguish. All those who are alone, who feel loneliness, who feel abandoned, rejected, it is to them that we are to give what, what God wishes to offer them a type of almsgiving, spiritual almsgiving or material, whatever is necessary. And so this is what the Lord is asking us through Raphael as he speaks directly to Tobin and Tobiah. So it is a little with righteousness is better than abundance with wickedness. In other words, it's not only that what we are to do in almsgiving, but always accompany righteousness, which means following and being faithful to God that fidelity, fidelity to commandments, so that we uh, acquire, you know, the goods that we have properly. They're not, we, they're not given to us on account of some other type of conniving. And it is better to give alms than to store up gold, for almsgiving saves one from death and expiates every sin. This is very, very important, almsgiving, the care that we offer and extend actually it contributes to the forgiveness of our sins it expiates sin because it's an act of love it is an imitation of god himself who is loving to us it is we participate and partake of the divine grace which is given to us when we offer and take care of one another which is the commandment of love love of god and love of neighbor and to those who regularly give alms shall enjoy a full life there's a blessing that comes taking care of people the Lord will help us to be taken care of. Now, another element here, which through the first readings we receive, is that the Lord um, allows Tobit and Tobiah and his family, but also all of us, to know that God hears prayers. The prayer that was uttered by Tobit, by Sarah, Tobit crying out that he had to go through so much persecution and finally, he ended up blind, and Sarah, who she, there is no blessing upon the husband that she was marrying because under the influence of the evil one, he was removing and 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 and, uh, and causing harm to her, causing death to her husbands, and and that uh, this is where the, through the from the book of Tobit we see that that is the angels, the archangel Raphael who's one of those who are on the throne of God. He's the one, he's presenting the prayers to God on our behalf. This is what we hear from this Old Testament reading, and that, that he hears, and not only that he presents, but only, not only prayers, but also the good that we do, the works of mercy, works of mercy which are presented before the Lord. I know that we have this image here. Obviously, the angels, are part and parcel of God's creation. They are to help us, to assist us. We could hold the whole theology of the, or of the, 
of the uh, guardian angels here, how Raphael or Raphael was able to help and assist Tobaya on his journey, uh, on, on reminding him what is good to, for him to do, what he should do. This is the role of angels. This is the role of angels in each one of us, our lives. We are to ask and seek assistance from them because they were given to us. Each one of us has received an angel and, and that angel is to help and protect and guide us. There's a beautiful description of a guardian angel which St. Faustina had in the diary, how he was going on a journey with her, how he was the one who, who, uh, who not only guided her but protected her. He manifested his role in her life. And again, through this first reading and the conclusion from the Book of Tobit, we see the role of archangels which are given to us. And so ultimately, it is, as Saint, Saint Raphael says, God commissioned me to offer to you grace, to heal you and to heal the daughter, your daughter-in-law, Sarah. And, and so I am the one. But now get up from the ground and praise God. Behold, I am about to ascend to him who sent me. But you, on your part, you write down the things that happened to you. Give witness to the power of God. Give witness to the glory of God, to his kindness, to his mercy. Give witness to the love that he has, which knows no bounds. And then the second aspect today is from our gospel, very, very uh, brief and yet very powerful gospel on, 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 the, on the nature of generosity. God has given to us so much and you are to take care of one another, honor and praise him, but also we are to contribute and give from the heart. And this example of this woman, of this widow, who gave from her need, not from her surplus, for surplus, yes, it is good to give alms, to give extraordinary gifts that one has, but also from that which we need. And sometimes, what, we, what do we need? We may not enough time, but we stretch for others. We may not have enough of, or even of, of uh, you know, perhaps sufficient rest, but we take care of someone else because we wish to give to them what is best. The example often is, is parents, mothers, fathers, especially mothers who take care of small children. They stretch in so many directions, and yet they offer themselves. That's the type of invitation that we are given. You know, this poor widow is one example, but it is those who are poor in spirit, those who are not able to do things, and yet they do, and they offer, and they stretch for others. Again, so the gospel, in many ways, underscores the necessity for us to offer ourselves on behalf of others. This type of almsgiving, which we usually consider to be an offering of some material goods, but actually spiritual goods, works of mercy, is one of the most beautiful way of doing, you know, the, the forms of almsgiving and, and offering assistance to others. Today, also, we honor St. Boniface. St. Boniface who was born in England. Uh, he was a Benedictine. And, and he wanted to offer his services to the people of Germany. Going from Netherlands to Germany, he could have stayed in England. He was well-educated. He was a brilliant man. And yet he offered himself to be a missionary 
as he went to Germany. The Lord asked him to do many things, not only to witness the gospel, but also under the direction of the Holy Father, he was able to reform and to educate, reform the church, to focus on, on, on renewal of faith, on strengthening of the witness that the, well, the priests or religious are to give. He established many, many monasteries, both men and women, the Benedictine monasteries, and then from there, he um, asked the Benedictine sisters not only to live in a community, but, but offer themselves as teachers and guides to establish schools from that moment on. And we're talking about seventh century. Uh, so that's, we're talking about 1400 years ago, the instructions that St. Boniface gave. He became a powerful witness of both missionary zeal, love for Christ, and offered himself completely on behalf of the people of God in Germany. He became patron saint of Germany. Uh, towards the end of his life, he gave witness to that faith and ultimately gave up his life and became a martyr. A powerful example, again, of love, that love, that almsgiving, spiritual almsgiving, that St. Boniface offered to the people in Germany to establish the church. Ultimately, his, his body was taken to Fulda as a religious uh, center of spiritual, spiritual renewal, spiritual uh, capital in Germany. Then finally, today, I'd like to just speak briefly about the, um, the, immaculate, the, the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the First Saturdays. Uh, as you know, that this devotion came into existence through through the revelations of Our Lady of Fatima and subsequent revelations that our Lord gave to Lucia, the servant of God, the, the only one child who continued to live until the full, full age. And the Lord instructed her as to what, what, what he did, wishes and desires, especially through this first Saturday of the month. And I have to say that the the, the first Saturday, the motives for this devotion of reparation, especially the motives of the devotion, it is through our Lord. The Lord uh, identified the five categories of offenses or blasphemies against the Immaculate Heart of Mary for which reparation is to be made. And um, this is to be done on the basis of five, five first Saturdays. Uh, and what are those, what are those uh, offenses or blasphemies which the Lord wishes to be repaired, to made reparation for? And that is one is offenses or blasphemies against the Immaculate Conception. The denial of that truth, the mystery of the Immaculate Conception as a special gift that Our Lady received in preserving her from original sin. But not only that, it's a special gift that God gave to all humanity to restore, to regenerate new humanity through special grace. Our Lady received this singular grace. We partake of that gift by our baptism and by the sacraments we receive. So first of all, our Lord wants us to do reparation against the offenses and blasphemies against Our Lady, and especially in the mystery of her immaculate conception by either denial or ridicule. Another one which the Lord wants us to do reparation is for her perpetual virginity, that she had relations with Joseph uh, 
that she had, obviously, they had no relations with Joseph and had no other children. Um, they, this is what the Lord is underscoring because that's the truth, the truth of our Catholic faith, the truth that she remained virgin. She was perpetually a virgin. Then again, against the offenses and blasphemies against her divine maternity, that she is the truly the mother of God, refusing at the same time to accept her as mother of all mankind, denying that she is the mother of God and mother of us all. Again, this is one aspect, so Immaculate Conception, uh, against the, uh, the mystery of the Immaculate Conception and her gift against her perpetual maternity, and now also against her divine maternity. She's truly the mother of God. Jesus is God, and she's the mother of Jesus, who is God. And not only that, but she's the mother of us all, as, as under, the, under the cross, Jesus gave her to us when he said to John, woman, behold your mother. To all of us, she is our mother. And then the two remaining ones, which the Lord wants us to do reparation for, is the impl implantation into children's hearts, indifference, contempt, and even hate against the mother, uh, our Immaculate Mother, is, is, is the, the witness that we give, very poor witness, or we, implant in the children's hearts this indifference, perhaps even contempt and even hate against our mother. It happens in homes. And so the Lord is asking us that we do reparation uh, so that we may be able to make up for that which is destroyed in the hearts of young and they grow and eventually they become indifferent or even have contempt for Our Lady, and finally, insults directed against her sacred images, displays of indifference or ridicule, and infection of damage to them, which means the images of Our Lady. Um, she was the mother of Jesus. She was the mother of, of God himself, because Jesus is God. And so there's a great honor due to her just by the fact that she was chosen to be the mother, the mother of Jesus. And so any form of disrespect for her, for her images, is a disrespect for our Lord himself, because it is an offense against his mother and our mother. So again, so these are the things which are part and parcel for the First Fridays, and how can we do the reparation Yes, the first, first five Saturdays, receiving the Eucharist in a state of grace, even if we're not able to go to confession on Saturday, it's okay, it could be eight days, could even be longer, if it's not possible, before or after. And so, so as long as we're in a state of grace, that we are not in a state of mortal sin, but if it's, if it's a state of venial sins which we are always afflicted, the Holy Communion removes them. So to receive the Holy Communion and also to recite five decades of the Rosary as part of this way of reparation. So being with Jesus for 15 minutes uh, you know, in prayer, uh, receiving the Eucharist, uh, reciting the one part of the Rosary, the five decades, as being a way of participating in that renewal of our life and making up, making reparation 
against the offenses of others. See, the, the, pro the problem today is this. Many people, yes, turn to God, but they forget to pray for all those who are broken. Perhaps it's the mothers or maybe even fathers who pray for their children, wayward children. But there are many those who do not have parents or do not, uh, their parents are indifferent. And so we are the ones who are, are to pray for them. The offenses is actually to, to pray for those who are offending. You know, the, one of the powerful tools that we have at the disposal is the rosary. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Every time we say pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death is actually interceding for others, for making up for the sins that have harmed many. And as well as we have the chaplet, and the chaplet again, for the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Through the rosary or the chaplet is a way of praying for not only for ourselves, but also for others, for those who are indifferent. And this is an act of love. This is an act of almsgiving on behalf, spiritual almsgiving that we offer on behalf of others. So maybe then as we continue with this sacred liturgy, where the Lord gives himself to us, he is the, he gives himself. He gives himself in word that we have read and reflected upon, but above all, he, he gives himself through the Eucharist. He wants us to partake of his divinity. He wants us to partake of, of the gift of expiation, the gift of, of atonement, because he atones for our sins. And in this way, we become partakers of the divinity and we share that gift of sanctity and, and making up preparing, making up on behalf of others so that they may not lose heaven, that they may also be taken into the portals of, our, of the paradise which is waiting for us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.